0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Everybody's Eats Ligam um podcast. We are back after a very long hiatus. Um, There have been different circumstances because of which we have had to take this break. Um, uh, My own personal health hasn't been great. Alex has had, had to be away due to his own university work and because of that, the pod had, had to come to a halt. But we're back today. I'm your host as always, Nanad. Joining me today is not Alex, but Jerry is here with us. Jerry, how's uh, it
1: going? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, as you said... <laughs> I feel like it's been ages. I haven't, I haven't used this microphone. So I'm, I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy <laughs> to take it to take it back out now. So yeah, you're really to be nice to discuss all things in Liga.
0: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Any is there any any interesting thing that has that has happened in the past few weeks, Terry, really, that you want to share with the listeners, uh, in your own personal uh, life? Yeah. Maybe. Own
1: personal life. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Well, it's sports related, but not journalist related. As you know, we talking uh-huh. I've completed. This week, the um, no, I mean two weeks ago, the half- Manchester Half Marathon. So yeah, it was a great nice. experience, and uh, it was a nice day as well. But yeah, other than that, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of work, you know, as I mentioned, university work. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, I've been I've been doing this. And what about you?
0: Uh, Nothing as exciting as the Manchester half marathon. I always envy the people like when I watch them from the balcony and listeners, you may not know this. Jerry literally ran past my apartment building and did not bother to (laughs) tell me that he was in Manchester. So I'm going to hold hold him accountable for that. Um, But yeah, no, nothing as exciting as that. Although I did, um, I did manage to uh, purchase my first uh, uh, football jersey. Like I'm very picky with my football shirts. And uh, after a long, long time, I decided to finally buckle down. I went to the new classic football Shirt store uh, recently. That's uh, they've opened a new branch here in Manchester, and I bought this beautiful Vasco da Gama special edition kit. Um, though they've got a golden jersey, so yeah, it was it was something that just caught my eye, and I just had to have it. Um, also, incidentally, Dimitri Paye plays there now, of course, uh, Liga and legend and Marseille icon so so yeah it worked out nicely wow. um so yeah, yeah.
1: You, you you know what uh the thing about jersey um i'm same as you i've really been struggling to buy jersey and right? i don't know why i've never been uh, really into into this so it's funny like that, that mm. you, you went to a really unique choice I, I don't think i've ever seen a basket game get shirt in my life so <laughs> well, wow, what are you gonna meet? You, you, you can wear it that I can finally see. Of
0: course, it. <laughs> of course I will. You know what? If you ever come down to Manchester, we'll definitely go down to Classic Football Shirts and maybe, maybe you'll see something you like. Because they had some lot of uh, you know, a lot of different beautiful classic jerseys, uh modern jerseys and whatever. But listeners, this is not a football shirts podcast, this is a league on podcast. So, Jerry, I think we should uh, get started with uh, the discussion on, on, on Liga on Action. And um, yeah, you thought it was a good idea to start with uh, discussing how the table has changed since we last recorded. So um, yeah, we recorded, when was it? Last, March Day 8, Jerry Was that October 13th, around that time before the international break? Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it was around that time indeed. So now, a little while now.
0: Mm, it is, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, some of the teams that have Change their positions or taken big steps or sustained forms. We will discuss, starting with Francesco Farioli's niece. They were second on March eight, and they are now first. So, maintaining their unbeaten record so far in uh, in Liga, just one point ahead of, of course, Jerry's uh, club Paris Saint Germain. Interestingly, only 11 goals scored so far. So um, it's not it's not like they are necessarily dominating teams by scoring goals, but they're dominating in different ways. Lorient in 15th have scored more. So, I mean, that just goes to show how different they are as compared to teams like Monaco and PSG. Um, top scorer Terra Moffy only has three goals. And when they've needed goals during these games, they've had sources of goals like Evan Gesson, Hesham Dawi, who have stepped up to the mark and have delivered goals. And and yeah, the last four wins, all 1-0 all results. So it's now seven clean sheets overall in the season for, for goalkeeper Marcin Bolka. So a lot of impressive numbers there. Uh, Jerry, what what has stood out to you so far from Nice's unbeaten run?
1: I think what's really interesting is um obviously we know that uh, finally came from kind of uh, um, Roberto de Zerbia. so we were expecting to see similarities at Nice I mean when you say we I mean the fan because in France what I've been being uh kind of like a, a debate in France was the fact that Nice are indeed first in the league but the football is not that offensive not that attractive um, yeah and I think okay f- fair enough and even when you look at what he's done in the past um, why he was in Turkey his team was pretty more offensive than that, and yeah the the strength of this FC of this OJC is nice, I mean is the fact that they are so good at not conceding occasion and I think that's um realistically I think that's how a build should be a team should be built first you need if you want to have like a, get 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 better in offensive phase you need you need to be able to 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 just think uh, like take on, be really dominant defensively, and that's what they're doing at the moment. And and yeah, and I think it was really, when was it? I think it was at the beginning of this week, um, uh, kind of like a journalist reported how uh, Fiery been telling him the fact that he's basically uh, doing the best he can with the players that he has, because when you, you look at the players, obviously uh, nice does have like a decent a decent team but there is position where he like not really no no not that obviously but he he kind of said that he wasn't really happy with and particularly, particularly mm-hmm. in the midfield where he, he he kind of said that he would he would have like a more creative midfield than than they were debating the fact that one of the uh um one of the tricks could be to put Sofia and Job in the midfield, but if you put Sofia and Job in the midfield, then you you lose kind of that chemistry that he had in the wings. And that's something like you, you cannot work well, because offensively they're not that sure yet. So it's something you don't want to lose. And there is also how how terry as good as he is, he he haven't been really completely happy with his play back to goal. Um and another talk is that as good as laborde is i'm a big fan of laborde is really good and if you if you know laborde you know that he's mainly been a striker all his in career and now seeing him as this right right attacker is something unusual as well and he's not the your he's not your average right winger normally and even been, mm. been doing good but i don't think that's the kind of player that's by the particularly wanted to bring them. so yeah he basically be one on the team um that's they could be even better if if they have other profile but you understand that the club are the situation they are in so it's not a problem but yeah really what Faraday is doing really well in this beginning of the season is the fact that they are conceding, as you mentioned they don't score loads, but in football, you just need to score one goal more than your your your, your, your opponent. True. So <laughs> they've been able to not consume many goals, but always manage to score one goal more than the opponent. And because of this, they are now, yeah, we're just top of, top of the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll point out the famous Sir Alex quote, attack wins your games and defense wins your titles. So I don't know if it's too early to say that, but um yeah, maybe, maybe Nice have the possibility of uh, putting a dent in uh, PSG's dominance. We shall see. But yeah, just to underline um, yeah, Nice's defensive record so far, four goals conceded from an open play expected goals figure of 5.11, which is extremely impressive. And they've been able to do this with, with an excellent partnership of Dante and Jean-Claire Thuribaut. And it's insane the kind of things that Dante is doing, Jerry. At the age of what, forty? He's completing. He's completed so far the third, uh, the most uh, third most passes, I should say. He's completed the the third most passes in the whole of Liga and Uber Eats this season, making on average fourteen more passes than he did last season. So it's clear that Farioli's tactics are maybe bringing the best out of. Out of Dante, which is ironic, considering that he was complaining about Farioli's methods a few weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah, he is. And
1: um, that, now he's talking about Dante, another Brazilian that were in the uh, like a football show called The After in France. Called The After Football in France, mm-hmm. it's quite famous. And Vitorino Hilton, who were the in, in, in a in an interview with them. Who, by the way, Hilton is now coaching. Uh, the, the under21s team at montpellier and he was just saying that the defender that impressed him the most uh in liga is dante and i think it's quite he just tells it tells you oh when i was such a figure for liga uh telling you that the 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 defender that impressed him this season is really dante he's been excellent and i think you know at, last season by the time people people were like oh maybe it's time for Dante to stop or we need Nice need to move them from him but i think it is necessary uh you just bring so many so much stability and the way knees are nice also playing i mean people who say they're doing kind of like what i like to call empty passes just making pass for the sake of making pass. but i think it's all part of the plan of you know wanting to attract the the opponent and i think dante is understanding this really well and a play- having a player as with the experience of Dante in Farrell's defense, it must be a really a blessing because it he just he's just so good at finding that pass at the at the right time for 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 Murphy, for example, as he, he he has been doing a lot this season. So yeah, just hopefully for for Nice fans, um, Dante gonna keep on during the season, and we 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 haven't seen yet any sign of declining. So. He's having a great season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's talk next about um, Brest, Iroquois Brest, who have managed to sustain an incredible start of the season. They're still sixth, which is where they were last time when we recorded after uh, match day eight. Though back-to-back defeats against Paris Saint-Germain and Lille have somewhat dampened the momentum, I think personally that the next few games after their upcoming game against Monaco are very, very winnable for them. And... What stood out for me, Jerry, in in a league where we've seen all these different managers come through and tactical innovation is probably at its highest that it's ever been in Liga. Breasts have a very simple and very methodical way and functional way of playing that is that is paying off in the results. I mean, you look at look at where they are in the table, look at the players that they've got, and and yeah, losing someone as important as Frank Hollarad. Let's not forget he was one of the league's most Underrated creative players and always managing big big creative figures. They've managed to ease his exit. Uh, Roman Del Castillo is now the big man in, in the breast team. He has the most key passes in League 35 in number. Um so yeah, I mean there's so much to uh, so much to be impressed by with what Erequis is is doing, um, isn't there?
1: Yes, there is. I think uh, when the season started, not many people were expecting to do so well and a surprised quite quite a lot of team or the way they were playing because if I, if i might say in a, in a way it's kind of um old school the way that they, they are pushing their games so for so, sure yeah. so i think people people were quite surprised because they they're they're not playing you know it's not like they're playing a, a really modern football but they're playing a really career and uh simple football which is when you're when you one 1v1 make the difference, cross. And in, in there you're gonna have it's gonna have Mounier. So so yeah, and I think yeah, people teams were really surprised about the way they were playing, which may lead them to quite quite eye up really soon. And now um, I think te- teams are kind of expecting this, which makes things a bit more complicated for Eric Roy. But yet they have player who are so good at you know for example to talking about loco or like Kenny Lala, they're just really great at uh, putting a ball in a box and they're just you not know, like crossing for crossing, but when they cross in, they're crossing they actually they're actually going for someone I think that's as 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 long as people you know it kind of remind me um, obviously not uh in the same level but you know it, that season yep. when Alexander Arnold reduced crossing for pretty much every everywhere yes, inside exactly. to, al- to always find someone <laughs> in behind, and it's yeah. kind of what uh, Loco and, and Lala have been doing. And as I, I, I want I want to make sure that the I not say that they had in the stage. I mean, just amazing, and not making team could cope with this. And even last weekend, we saw how from a tunnel up, uh, mm-hmm. they PSG PSG. Uh, Went to draw and yeah, if 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 it wasn't for that penalty, they they could have they, they could have Joe or we we don't know, but yeah, I think like they make it really yep. hard as well to go there and and win game and yeah, um, I do think that they are likely to go a bit down in, in the league table. I see mm-hmm. them really in the in the middle middle of it, but. Well yeah, breast was a, a fun, you know, every season in league and we always have that that one team unexpected who goes quite up. <laughs> I feel like this season was breast, um Breston. But yeah, uh we'll see what every quarry will be able to 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 manage now that team are expecting him. And you mentioned that they have Del Castillo who is a really creative player. Um mm. you, when he were a bit younger, he was really rated, uh, known for that creativity when he was around. And now seeing him that level uh, again is a good thing. So maybe uh, that second phase for Breast to surprise us again would be to be a more, having another kind of twist than the, the cross. So so yeah, really excited to see how and when Eric Del would will in, enter into the new phase or if they will just be happy with this and keep going like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think with each passing week, maybe the expectation grows, and and yeah, with that, players like uh, Román Del Castillo will will have to step up. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, let's talk next about another team that are on the up. Since we last recorded, uh, Racing Club de Lens, they were fourteenth. Um, the last time we recorded, they are now up to tenth. So not too many uh places up in the table, but there is still significant progress considering where they started this season. Uh, Their last result was, of course, a 4-0 victory against against Nantes. And after failing to record more than one expected goals in their first four games, they have now had two or higher expected goal figures in each of their last four games out of the last six. So maybe Lons are trying to show shades of that uh, old dominant side that pushed PSG all the way last season they may not make it the, all the way like they did uh, last season but maybe showing signs of that kind of dominance Jerry what do you think
1: yeah I think with Lance um, it is a matter of they they lost Azul Sikofana quite later on the preparation and then what obviously UAE comes in, but he wasn't completely fit, so he needed time to adapt, time to adjust, and he's, in my opinion, he's still not adjusting with what Frank has won to his game. Um, I just feel like there's multiple factor of that. Uh, mm. yeah, with that bizarre start of this se- start of the season. The fact obviously they play in German league and they have a a pretty a pretty strenuous preparation when all the players weren't there. But now what we can see is things are getting back to normal. The player that they broke on during the, um, the transfer window in the summer, are starting accommodating to to Frank's system, and yeah, they. I, I, I think the only problem now will be well, we see we see that in in European competition how they beat Arsenal and how they draw against PSV, and I think that the the last teams seems quite short to be able to compete in, in two, in two tables, but when you know Franques and you know how are the last year they they are the kind of people who want to play everything, so it, it's hard to want to rest in Ligue 1 when you're not doing so well, but at the same time, you don't want to drop um, performances in Champions League because they fought so hard that season to participate in that competition. Mm. So. Now they're in there. They just want to prove that okay, uh, we deserve to be here, and we're gonna show show to everyone how good we we can be. So yeah, I I never really been worried for long. So I mean, like it was kind of ex- no, not maybe not as bad. But it's kind of expected they have a, a a really rough start of the season for everything that I've mentioned er- earlier. But things are steadily and slowly getting back to place again and. Um, I do sometimes wondering if L E Y is is definitely the right uh he, as good as he is he's the right profile and player for for Franches, But I've got no doubt when look at why he don't mean Almocalimundo. Um, I've got no doubt that he he will somehow find out a way to 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 accommodate the quality of Y perfectly and he even to develop. The quality that he doesn't have into a more better into a better player, so it will be interesting to see that.
0: <clears throat> I mean, you've always trusted the uh, the Hayes process, <laughs> so that's uh, that's good to hear. But no, I, I take your point about the squad depth. I think what's what's been particularly interesting is how Hayes is rotating in, in those attacking areas. Like he's used Sotoka in midfield positions, he's used Thomason and in, in, in midfield and forward positions. Then you have Eliwahi and Wesley Said sort of rotating between those striker positions. So if either of those players gets injured, then I think that rotation sort of sequence spirals out of control. And then that could maybe prove costly in in their sort of efforts to maybe keep pushing on all fronts. So so yeah, we'll see. But I think for now, there is... Yeah, there is reason to believe that they will be okay. I still don't know how how and if they can... Reach those European spots that they did last season, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Hayes Hayes looks like he has the confidence in his team that you know they can, they can maybe reproduce those performances of of last season. So so we'll see. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's uh let's move on then to uh the club that is probably the most topical team in in Ligue 1 on at the moment. Uh, Olympic Leon. Winless still and bottom of the league as it stands, and as if there wasn't enough drama already before Fabio Grosso took over as manager, there has been even more drama. Not because of him, of course, but there has been some instances because of him, and the latest um, incident which we will come to and Jerry will tell us all about it. Um, yeah, I don't know how Fabio Grosso's appointment has been received so far. There's been a lot of negative comments or mixed comments, let's just say, about uh, from him, especially about the players adored by the fans, including the likes of Ryan Sherky, You know, Fabio Grosso thing saying things about Ryan Sherky that he's not a very special player, etc., etc. So he's been fairly um, harsh in his criticisms of uh, Ryan Sherky and um, and yeah, he's he's made his made his stance very clear, you know, after their recent loss to to Clermont Foot 2-1, which was a crucial game for them to win, you know, the bottom two teams in Liga. They could have really done with a win in that game. But, you know, he's saying, you know, we need to look at the standings, look at where we are, look at the difficulty we are in, in this period, feel the responsibility and want to get out of it. We have enough matches to get the points, to catch up with the teams ahead. We have the quality to do it. We want to do it. Those who believe will be in. Those who don't believe should step aside. Some strong words there, Jerry. Will Leon stick, or will they twist?
1: Um, I, I it is not looking sure. great for Leon you know, um, since yeah. the beginning of the season. But and the fact, as you mentioned, uh, Fabio Grosso to not all done until uh, like Anterkiu um, even mm. La Roche. I feel I might have a um, we have unpopular um, opinion about it, but when Laurent Blanc came to Lyon, they kind of do the same as not playing yeah, not yep. and again, kind of yeah kind of do it. And now Fabregas also came to Lyon and is kind of doing the same. And well, you know, th- there is being two di- two different coaches, but st- still the same player. So maybe there is actually something wrong with uh, Chucky, something that's... because if if you don't know, uh, the Lyon community is quite protective true. between themselves and it, it, they might have things that didn't go out of the club about Scherke that we don't know but I just think like it's a bit weird that a a, a true coach who came to Lyon do, do not play a, a player with the quality of, of Scherke because why would you not play your best player? It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. So you must have something there that we don't know yet as is what is gross Grosso trying to do with this Leon, I think reads I still struggle to see why his in intention and what he can do, but in, in in all fairness, I would even say say that the player are not mm. that great. And when you have when you don't have when you have players who don't have who are too um who are not who are too unidimensional in a way who cannot who cannot uh, do multiple stuff it's, it's just hard to try to implement implement stuff so uh, it, it's just hard realistically young is uh, by the palmaris one of the best team France. but in today's t- today's era uh they are not they don't have the they don't have the best player they don't have the best coach they don't have the best kind of infrastructure boards so maybe they just they are in that position because they deserve to be the work the that they should have been mm. done hasn't, hasn't been done so now i feel like it will be a really a, a really complicated season and you know a couple of days ago after the game um oh what, what game was it now uh two weeks ago after the games john textile kind of may give an ex after game interview and he was like, you know, as an American, now he, he said that he wasn't really worried about it. um Yeah, that basically, they just, Grosso just arrived. We should trust him. Uh, he is factual. Grosso That's just right. arrived. But Lyon still have still three points and the season continue. And I think there is a a huge need for, for Lyon and the final lead, the the, how they play to make points. Because if we're being in at its last last spots for Lyon it, it's it's kind of a shame really. And I I think maybe I don't know if uh, Textor is kind of reflecting what's the, the what the tendency inside the club saying that oh there's no worry to have. Um, I don't know if that that's the case or not, but I think that there is worry to to worry to have. And in other hands, historically, you don't always had a to be to be fair, you don't always have a a better second half of the season than the first one, but if that second if the first part of the season they're so behind and cannot manage reach the ten points it will be a hard season for them and it will be hard to 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 not be in those relegation spots so i think I, as as you mentioned it's still really early times to tell if Grosso is the right appointment. There is very to do, uh, but now he would be up to Grosso to 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 find the, the key and it's not it's not an easy task because the Army man in Lyon is really complicated. Uh, so it wouldn't be an easy easy task and I think it's true um it's true oh it's true, like kind of those those moments that we know in what wood a coach is made of or not. So we will see if you also will be able to to save Leon's boat.
0: No, absolutely. I I just think there's so many different issues. So it's it's and it's it's so many different issues at so many different levels that you don't even know where you can start to fix and what do you choose to fix. So I I feel some amount of sympathy um for for all the I mean not some amount I do feel a lot of sympathy for Leon fans especially Alex, um and they could really do with three points, but. They couldn't even attempt to do so against Marseille last week because of a very, very I should say dramatic and terrible incident that happened. So Jerry, do you wanna tell our listeners all about it?
1: Yeah, so um you should you surely haven't missed this, but last last week against the game against Marseille, uh, the best the best of Lyon and Lyon players and Lyon supporters have been been broke by oh, pff, I don't I don't even know if it's really a Marseille fans because it's been reported that they they were it was something that were planned, they were all in black, they were wearing masks for not being able to recognize them. So after that in that incident obviously uh, neither the players and the coach who probably also hope now is doing better was gravely injured. Mm. Uh, after after this and what led to the incident incident, and I I think it's something that have been quite recurrent historically at Marseille uh, this kind of violence I mean no I would I would say just in France actually Uh, uh, I would say I don't know where is it coming from but uh, France they always have this tendency sometimes so of, of being a bit violent, if I, if I can say, and um, I don't. And we know that there is obviously a, a, a huge rivalry between the two Olympics, Olympic Marseille and Olympic Lyon. But of course, yeah. when you look at uh, now, it's not like they are like fighting for anything. I mean, Lyon is literally bottom. So I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no want to offend any Lyon fans. No, of but, course, yeah. I I don't I, I cannot understand what pushed to such an, an act and uh, so it's it's really hard to tell and obviously we don't know who did it. Oh, uh, o- obviously we still don't know when and where the the game is gonna be played or if it's gonna yeah. be played. But uh, it's just something that 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 wasn't necessary when you think about all the, the Lyon supporters who were able to, to that's the thing as well. Um, that was the first time uh since I couldn't tell you one was the first time that Lyon fans were able to travel again uh to go to Marseille. And maybe I don't know if that Marseille's Marseille's fans supporter were like, oh, they, they they're now coming to our to our stadium, so let them let them give let give them a bad time. I don't know if that, that was the case, that, that's what they wanted to do because of this, but yeah, there is people who make the displacement to uh, Le Velodrome to see the game, and they just couldn't. And even for Marseille fans, Marseille have fans pretty much everywhere in, in France and outside France. And I personally know people who travel from Switzerland to Marseille to see the game, and they were wow. they were in the stadium. Yeah, they, they were in the stadium, and they couldn't. They they didn't see anything. They yeah. It, it just, it just, it was just really, really stupid from, from those those people who did that because they really ruined the show. Um, uh, and after this, you know, when you're even as a Marseille player, you know, he's saying, "Oh, our fans are capable of this against the opponent team, and we've we've been seeing what they've been doing as well." For the team when sure. they are broken into the the, the training grounds, uh, I do think, yeah, uh, Marseille is always like a quite tense place. Um, we like to say, French people like to say that in Marseille they leave football more than anywhere else in France, and it might be true to some to some option, but I do think there is still a limit where where you cannot go when it comes to to to, to, yeah. to, to to football and this is this is this is one of them so yeah i don't i it's hard to say because no there's no no players and either well obviously um uh marseille chairman um longoria just came out and apologized for this and and do not encourage those kind of acts but uh uh, there's, not, there's yet no, no Marseille player who's been taking the pound, so let's see if maybe during the press conference they we have more answer to that, but it, it, it is a really strange situation.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it was a little bit disturbing to see how bad it got. Um, like, I was seeing the reports of it on, on Twitter and seeing the events unfold Um Fabio Grosso had to get some 13 stitches apparently he was hit by a beer bottle so whoever it was it does it seems like the drama is just never ending at marseille and every month every year there is there is something new and there is something to to be concerned about so so yeah i mean as as journalists it's 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 an interesting uh, it's an interesting club to be covering but Yeah, as as just as a football consumer, it's it's probably not the best to see all of these things happening, is it?
1: No, it's it's definitely not the best things now, and yeah, it makes a lot of content for 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 of course, but once again, it will be hard to. It will be interesting to see first of all uh, how the league will will will. We take action because yet the league haven't released any statement as well which is quite disturbing uh, that for such an event basically mm. no answer from no one um, so, so yeah we don't have there's not many information but at the same time there's not many people who are who kind of want to open about it so I think it is a really tense and strange situation there and now we we seen um, that uh, Lille chairman said that he didn't want they're supposed to play Lille and he didn't want to go to Marseille in those kind of positions because what happened if uh, those fans do do the same again to a player and no one's talking about it still, so mm. so yeah I think there is something some action need to be taken quickly because now it will be a matter of every team that travelled to Marseille, they will, be, they, they, they will be scared to play or scared to go there because they don't know what could happen to them on their way to the stadium. So, yeah, uh, there's action that needs to be taken. And I think the fact that no one's been, neither the league or Marseille or, yeah, no one really said or banished or said anything is, is complicated. And, and the fact I thought so, I think the thing is, the fact that it wasn't like, he was in the stadium, he was on the way to the stadium.
0: Exactly. I think yeah.
1: that's what made the situation really tricky as well. And obviously we will we say for such a uh, uh, such an, an, an event, people would want to have but what happened most of the time is Marseille uh tried to not get any kind of um any kind of fine or 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 punishment from this and Lyon as well saying oh well basically so someone needs to kind of pay for what happened and, and the lady mm. saying yeah but it wasn't really in marseille yeah i think it's, it's, a, it's just a really big mess at the moment and i i don't know how 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 this story will will, will end it but um something needs to be funny soon because it, Soon it's going to be a matter where any team who we're going to play against Marseille, you're just going to basically say, "Well, I'm not playing against them because what happens if if in, if happens in our hotel or in our way to the stadium as well?" So yeah, it will be interesting to see the development of this in the next uh, in in the next few days, few mm-hmm. weeks to see who 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 who's to blame and who's who's going to be blamed for this. So yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I hope that the matter can be can be put to rest soon and, and, yeah, the players and all the clubs and the league can get on uh, smoothly with all the football action as it is. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to maybe more positive uh, point of discussion for league and clubs over the past couple of weeks is there have been rare European successes. For, for clubs. So, of course, I think the standout uh, result maybe for you as a PSG fan, uh, Jerry, is, is beating Milan uh, 3-0 in the Champions League. Lons, of course, recorded a 1-1 draw as we discussed earlier against PSG and They are now second in Group B behind Arsenal. Um, so, two Champions League contenders there. I mean, not uh, Champions League teams, I should say. Um, doing well uh, from a legal point of view. And, and moving on to the Europa League, uh, Ren beating Panathinaikos two so, one. So far, they've recorded two wins and one loss. So they're currently top of Group F, uh, ahead of Real in third in that group. So impressive achievement from uh, from Bruno Genesio's side. And for all the for all the drama in the league, uh, Genaro Gutuso's Marseille seem to be doing okay in in Europe, unbeaten still, one win and two draws, five points. And top of Group B, ahead of uh, AEK Athens and uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, and and yeah, the the one team in the Europa League that suffered a loss this past uh, past round of results was of course Toulouse, smashed five one at the hands of of Liverpool, which is maybe an expected results uh expected result to play out, but they still have a chance of qualification. Uh, they play Union Saint Gilbert next, who they are level on points with in, in Group E, in the Europa League. So, so yeah, multiple teams from Liga with a with a chance of qualification, and of course we should also mention Lille, um, who are top of Group A, uh, again after beating Slovan Bratislava two one. So so yeah, Jerry, it's a very refreshing change of pace, isn't it, to see Europe uh, Ligue 1 clubs do well in in Europe, and and who knows how far they could go. Um, to maybe improve the standing of the league and um standing of league on within the European football landscape.
1: Yeah, I think last week was a really good, uh, good week for French team and especially for the, the UFR ranking as well. Um, we mm. know that they've been really tied up with um, uh, Netherlands in the party since last year, and now uh, they got some good, some good, some really good results there and. I always think like a bit strange because, d- despite the the what it might let him turn, like, French teams are always not doing really well in Europe. But French teams are not that bad. I don't know if it makes sense. True. But true, it, true. 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 It's yeah, funny it. they, they that thing where French people uh, f- f- in the French league teams were always fighting for the European top European, European spots. But and once they got in the European squads. They just don't like either put the best team or just seems really unmotivated. And it, it was really a strange, a strange thing. So every year, you're just they're competing to try the game to get to sport, but not trying in, and then once you get there, just not competing as much as you should and as you could. And now maybe they kind of have a a change of 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 phase where now, well, when you when you look at the fact that. Um, Toulouse, who, who who win the Coupe de France, are now competing. Are tied with was uh, and at, when, at the beginning of the um, the group stage, will w- I wouldn't I would not say that Toulouse will be able to do so. And so it's quite refreshing. Or even Lance who will, be, will beat Arsenal and now second in the group. Yep. Uh, it's something that really changed. I mean, yeah. I don't know what is due. Maybe it's the fact that uh, many of those teams. When you look at the coach they have as well they have uh i mean law have obviously frank is and we, we know how good he is and maybe even for him there's a punch to to prove Lille have fonseca and we you know how, how well he's been doing and how i i, I like the fact that he steadily improved this, his team as well and he's a really ambitious player uh so so yeah it would be interesting to see if this run could keep up for a long time because we've seen that sometimes <laughs> uh, French team have these uh, tendencies of being really good one week and the, that the, the, the next week, the following week, they may be able to lose all of those games. So, so yeah, uh, hopefully for the UEFA ranking, those teams really keep on doing the keep on doing the good work.
0: Absolutely, for the UFR rankings and and for us here, everybody's eats. So that we can have something more to discuss uh, in terms of your the successes of of league on clubs outside of the of the, of the domestic fronts. So so yeah, that was uh, that was the sort of summary, listeners, of everything that has happened since we last recorded within uh, a league on context. I hope that um, this has uh, this has been informative so far. But as is tradition at Everybody's Eats, we will close off the pod with our uh, matches to watch for uh, for this weekend. And, uh, Jerry, I'll let you go first. Uh, what match do you have in store for our listeners?
1: Uh, the match that I think will be really interesting to see is OGC Nice against uh, Stade René. And I think it, it would be a, a good game. Uh, nice is kind of... Um, I mean, Ren is. We've been discussing a lot about Ennis during this pod, but Ren is actually a team who has been doing well and has been doing not so well. And they are, there's a youth team, and maybe that's why. But they are a team who basically could cause a lot of trouble. Uh, they, most of the, the 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 best player are in the front, and now we know that Martin Terrier is back as well, so he. He had time to have some rest during the international break, so sure, surely now you are going to have a good point to prove now against this team. Nice so, and Nisim, well, if they want to keep stay stay on the top of the league, um, they needs to win. So, for for those reasons, I think I just think that the one that everyone should have, keep an eye on is definitely obviously Niss against Heini.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm I've been even more excited now about that game. Uh, I didn't know Martin Terrier was returning for this weekend. I almost forgot about him, to be honest. Yeah. It's been so long yeah, since he, yeah. since not re- playing.
1: Yeah, he, he returned like three weeks ago. He did like the game against PSG, and then the, I think there was the international outbreak. And, um, ah, okay. Yeah, so we haven't seen him much, but he did return now.
0: Well, that's good. It's good to see him back. Um, yeah, hopefully he'll be the catalyst to... to Kickstart their the domestic form, but, um, but yeah, for me, I think there's 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 two or three games that could really stand out, and you've already mentioned one of them, which is Nice Ren. Um, but I think I'll go with uh, Monaco Breast for this weekend, uh, simply because of the contrast in attacking styles that both the teams have. You know, Adi Hutha is Monaco, very expressive, very interesting to watch, very innovative with their front three and the things they are trying to do with Falarim Balogun, Vishambaniya there um and and yeah so uh in that in that sense, the functionality of breast versus the sexiness of Monaco i think those uh those two elements come together and hopefully will make for an interesting interesting viewing so so yeah those are our uh, matches to watch for uh for you this uh, this weekend listeners uh any closing thoughts before we call it a day Jerry
1: not closing for I mean, yes, I've got a closing thought to to close this podcast. Um, uh-huh. I, I think I've, I've, I've learned it recently. Um, do you know how much uh, you could get a championship ticket if you're on Lance? the cheapest ticket, how much you could get it for?
0: Um, I'm going to guess maybe 15 euro?
1: 20 euro. Okay, I,
0: wow. And the reason for this, and I
1: think this reason is just Wilson, basically that you can get a ticket uh, for Lance, t- only 20 euro old um, because Lance, I obviously have a big space for standing place, and but also because they tax the, uh, like the most expensive pro- ticket, even more like uh, higher, like mm-hmm. for people who are in some kind of. Uh, the best place in the stadium, they're more expensive than the
0: VIP seats kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they'll are,
1: they are be more expensive. I think that's a, a awesome thing to do. And that's so, such a lance. That thing. is so, yeah, I think so that's so such cool. a lance thing to do. So, yeah, <laughs> if you are in the north of the France, in the weekend in coming, and you don't see a bit of long, oh, no, 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 I think they're playing outside the next weekend Champions League. But yeah, if at some mm. point in Champions League, and you want to have a good a great experience. You could see the last page, I think, for only 20 euros.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So, listeners, if you're planning to go to France, that's the place to be. It is uh, loans. Great. So, with that, we call it a day here at Everybody's Eats. Listeners, thanks for sticking with us to the end. Uh, me and Jerry are a little bit rusty today, understandably so, after weeks of, uh, uh, weeks of having a hiatus. So... We hope that you forgive us for any mistakes that we've made during the pod. And we hope to be back soon with another pod, maybe next week. And, uh, and yeah, see you guys then. Have a lovely weekend and take care.